0: welcome everyone to gabbing with babish my name is john newman i'm a big fan of the hit youtube cooking show binging with babish and
1: my name is james nichols and i'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show binging with babish
0: binging with babish is a youtube cooking show where andrew ray makes the food from film and television and we're going to talk about it
1: yes we are episode 255 255 how you doing james johnny pretty good uh, can't complain. It's Monday as always, which stinks. But, man, yeah, whatever. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I um, you got a haircut. Uh, I got a haircut. I also uh, had caffeine this morning because it's important every three months to remind yourself that you don't do well on it and you feel crazy.
1: Oh, disagree. You got to push through that. In two or three days, you'll be flying high, loving it.
0: Oh man, it just my body does not do great with it, and uh, that's where we are right now. I mean, I it doesn't crazy. help.
1: You're in the midst of a like essentially a cleanse, a month long cleanse, and just injecting caffeine is whole thirty? Question mark Yeah,
0: you can have caffeine. Interesting. That seems weird. Well, you know, it's a uh, diet that is not based in science or uh, <laughs> anything. <laughs> that is uh logical you know, so
1: I, I, one of the things i love about you johnny is like sometimes you you are very good at just recognizing like yep that's what this is whatever whatever ridiculous thing this is it's what it is i like it so here we are. what it
0: is is it's guardrails to not have alcohol and sugar and then whatever else is like superfluous on the side it's like whatever okay all right so um, speaking of superfluous on
1: the side Oh, I was going to say, speaking of alcohol and sugar Ladies and gentlemen, That's please all welcome
2: so Mr. Joe Strix I was voted most likely to be full of alcohol and sugar in high school
0: <laughs> At the same time
2: Because a lot of the time it was true
1: I was I was sugared up and I was drunk Boy, did you live up to those expectations
2: Yeah, uh, I like to set expectations and then never try to exceed them Only meet them <laughs>
0: Did you ever go through a phase of enjoying like a sugary alcohol? Yeah,
2: most of my youth. <laughs> Remember the yeah. first time we were on when we were on spring break in uh, my senior year of high school. We tried hypnotic, and we were like, "This is what alcohol is. This is gonna be great. This is Capri Sun,
1: basically." That's
0: what I. Yeah, this is exactly what I wanted to hear.
1: <laughs> I went slightly different with it. I didn't drink um, sugared alcohol, but the, I exclusively drank screwdrivers for my first year and a half of
0: college. <laughs> yeah, I, you see this. This did exactly what I wanted it to do. It's
1: it, well, that's what it, especially early drinking is like. All
2: right, what is what is the spoonful of sugar that's going to make this medicine go down? Mm-hmm. And a simple drink like a screwdriver is a great call.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is. It's listen. It's delicious, but logistically in college, finding orange juice every time you want to go out yeah. is harder than you think. Yeah. Also, because Unless I was a snob, like... I was a snob about it. Like I wouldn't oh, okay. drink, like I wouldn't drink, like I mean, I would eventually if I couldn't, but I would be like, uh tropicana, obviously. I'm only getting or like whatever the, the, the... simply. I'm
0: a, yeah, I was like, I was picturing you with the plastic simply jug. <laughs>
2: no, I was just simply tropicana orange boy. pineapple is the jam. Um, uh, also, uh, Cecil Fielder, ooh, ooh nice, two fifty five, former Tigers great, hit fifty one home was... runs.
1: I believe he was also uh, a Yankee third baseman. He caught the last out in the nineteen ninety six World Series. I believe
2: that's your, that's correct. He was the nineteen ninety six World Series champion. Um, Father of Prince Fielder. Father mm-hmm. of Prince Fielder. That's exactly what's correct, Prince Johnny. Fielder's uh, lifetime batting average. Um, hold that thought. Uh, while I'm looking that up, Prince I just Fielder want you guys-
1: famously fat vegan.
2: I was gonna say, while we're talk, while we're looking at Prince Fielder's average, the two big fat guys, Cecil Fielder and his son big Prince. Old,
1: just big old boys.
2: Couple big tubbers. Big uh, bones. Prince Fielder, we will get to in
1: episode
0: two hundred and eighty three. Ooh, that's gonna Ooh, be, like be fun. It. Fun for hit daddy.
1: Um not to distract too much from the baseball talk, which is what everyone comes here for. Absolutely. Did either of you have any senior superlatives?
0: I uh most likely to be in a boarding school, kicked out of my yeah, high school for not eligible. I
1: this is this is definitely more directed towards Joe. I doubt <laughs> your guys did, uh, seniors and relatives in. Most uh, likely
0: to have his charges dropped because he was in a facility.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and
2: that's to a seal too much. Of your thunder, Johnny. I got the same thing. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> no, I uh, I got
0: a
1: couple. Yeah, did
0: you? Yeah.
1: What, I'm, what were they? Don't just do that. What were they? <laughs> expand, to, for the listen for the listener at home Joe. you
0: may not know this but joey prom king
1: not a it superlative, was that. but interesting
2: not, not a superlative but uh the inside track because i could rig all the other elections uh yeah. but I in case you were wondering
0: what the voice of a guy who peaked in high school is like <laughs>
2: <laughs> boy did i uh i got uh mr congeniality uh class clown and i that think tracks. one other one those, those, you got the how wait
0: how big was this high school both track
2: we had, uh, well, I think our graduating class was like 400 ish, three to 400.
0: And you got how many superlatives out of how many? Three,
2: at least three out of, I don't know, probably 20, 25.
1: He was Mr. Congeniality. Yeah, but like, one.
0: But do you think, at some level, the people giving it were like, "Hey, we have four, we have two hundred people that this is eligible for. Should we give the no, same guy not, three it's of them?" That.
1: We, you vote on it. I know you don't know this because you went to a prison high school. Everyone <laughs> votes on it, John. <laughs> It's a de- you see, it's the main thing that system. I learned—the
0: yeah. main thing I learned when I was in boarding school—is democracy is not good. I was number one, <laughs> therefore, everyone did exactly what I told them to do.
2: Johnny, I tr- trust me, I hear you. The second I was elected uh, prom king, I immediately abolished the you dissolved the parliament. And, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> egg all over my face for clearly not knowing how superlatives work. <laughs> But, Joey, congratulations on uh, being voted all those things by your peers.
2: Yeah, no, it's important. And it is important to remember that it was it was voted on by 17- and 18-year-olds, which which nullifies any value that
1: it might have had.
0: I feel like they can't – do they still do that in current high schools? It feels yeah. like the exact type of yeah, thing. Just, yeah,
1: but they just shifted it, and they don't make it like – they used to have, like, best smile, which I be- I doubt they have as much anymore. And, like, they still have positive Johnny ones, Look. like, most likely to succeed and things like that.
2: It's another thing the woke mafia has taken from
1: us mm-hmm. is That's is right. racist I'm, senior superlative. Mine, mine is probably still around. I won most talkative. <laughs> hey. uh, most talkative. What is Hell that yeah, but a, a more harsh Mister Congeniality? It just and to be honest, I'm not the most. I'm I wasn't. I'm just the loudest. That's really yes. what it stood in for. Because me, me and my friend Lynn, who also won, the two loudest people in the world. Yes. Correct, yeah. having met Lynn. and, and they didn't yes. have they didn't have loudest on there. So,
2: <laughs> if you if you should have had loudest, if you were to go for a superlative now, what would what do you, what would you want and what would you get?
1: Uh, <laughs> they are going to be wildly different. All right, because
2: my well, I'll just I'll kick us off. The one I want is obviously biggest hog, but sure. The one I would get
1: is most disappointing hog. <laughs> <laughs> You know what sucks about that is that people have to vote on your hog, so everyone <laughs> has to see your hog. Well, That's and, the worst uh, part. I, would, I also want Biggest Hog, but I would not be eligible for voting because no one's going to see it, so no one has sh- any idea. Sure. <laughs> I, I'm not on the ballot because <laughs> I, I didn't meet the criteria.
2: Me and all the other most disappointing hog guys just standing in the corner at prom, like <laughs> each holding a half-empty cup of punch, <laughs> kicking at rocks that aren't there. <laughs> what's wrong with them? Oh, that's the disappointing hog guys.
1: (laughs) You have, you have leather jackets with disappointing hog on the back. (laughs) Like like, 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 like you're from Greece or something.
0: Uh, Johnny, I would want most times won the lottery. (laughs)
1: Not a superlative, but okay. And most, yeah, you're, you're letting it show again, John. You don't know what a superlative <laughs> is. No, no, no,
0: no, no. I want it to be like, oh, well, we got to give it to him. He it's won not, the lottery three really times st- in high school. <laughs> 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 it's, not re- it's not really statistics uh, so oh much. My, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it sure man, is. This
1: stinks. That guy who won the lottery three times <laughs> is a in for most times. <laughs> for in
0: my mind, it's just Guinness World Records. <laughs> Uh, we gotta give him most uh chainsaw juggles. <laughs>
2: yeah senior superlatives, most marshmallows fit into mouth during third
0: period. <laughs> uh, this we gave him was a uh, most expensive Sunday. <laughs> I get this
2: uh cowards right in with you, which uh senior superlatives you won. And uh, give us senior superlatives or, as yeah, well.
1: Give us, give us senior superlatives, and then also if you if your high school had any had any wild ones, let us know. Yeah,
2: like did your high school have
0: biggest hog? I want to know. <laughs> Most likely to succeed is such a curse. Yeah, it really is. It's I mean, such a. You can only go if, poorly.
1: I mean, it, it's a curse if you give a shit about what people said about you and like it's a curse. Which <laughs> I did. <laughs> Which I live by. I send a weekly newsletter to everyone in my high school. About my, uh, hey everyone, doing all right over here <laughs> still. <laughs> still crushing it.
0: Yeah. Most, what would you want, James? Do they would get least likely to succeed? That seems so cruel.
1: Yeah, that's too cruel. That's where the line is. Um I'm trying to think. I mean, what I would want? Is like sexiest body. <laughs> um, sure. Obviously, I'll, uh, you can take hog. I'm taking the whole body, the whole package. Oh yeah, but I'm no. just gonna get—I'm just gonna get loudest. I know, <laughs> I know, I am.
0: <laughs> Somehow, I'm the one who doesn't know how superlatives work, and you two wanted biggest hog and sexiest body.
1: <laughs> Johnny, sorry, prob- sorry, thing- sorry. Most likely to have sexiest <laughs> Thank body. You. There you go.
0: And I
2: got Mr. Hog geniality. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway oh uh the point is Cecil Fielder probably got a big as fast as Kyle <laughs> <laughs> bringing it
0: uh, back Joe, to baseball thank you for being here as well hey oh thank you for having me it's so nice to be here you're so welcome you eating any good food boys
1: uh yeah, not making great food. I made it's delicious, but it was it was basically just trash nachos yesterday. <laughs> I had uh, I had some chips laying. I was it was like basically I took what was left in my in my cupboards and was like yeah this could be nachos. So I just had <laughs> chips. I had some frozen uh, spicy chicken cutlets. I chopped up, threw those on there, dumped a bunch of queso all over it. Uh, I had some mm. refried beans. I sauteed a half an onion. And then th- put the rest on raw, and then sprinkled some cheddar cheese on there. And they were, and can I tell you, they were fucking delicious. Of course they were. They're the it's the best thing you could possibly make. This aligns with my theory
2: that everything is nachos. You might remember it from that stretch where we had a whole bunch of different food theories on here.
0: Mm-hmm. You may remember. You mean you, the uh... dark
1: the dark times of this <laughs> podcast that I refuse to let us go back to. Yes. If you went to
0: very specific comedy shows in around 2017 to 18, you also saw it on stage. Yeah, exactly. Everything is not Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: also, Johnny, they weren't shows. They were definitely open mics. <laughs> 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 Insult, injury. Um, that sounds great. Um, Johnny, in order to let you live vicariously through our uh, good food adventures, I will go next.
0: Okay, great. I'm going to tell you all about sweet potatoes in a second. <laughs>
1: Um, Save it.
2: uh, Amanda made a beef stew that wound up being more like a beef bourguignon, and we had it over mashed potatoes. It was delectable. Less stewy and more like braised beef kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Less stewy, more like Peter Griffin. Exactly. Chris, he's here as well. Uh, (laughs) Megan is the daughter. Very good. Uh, Um, Lois is the wife.
1: I did forget to mention, I did also do some cooking earlier last week, uh, and I salted something i salted chicken way too much and ruined essentially ruined the crispy chicken skin that is my favorite part so that was Ooh. a bummer yeah yeah i think
0: and knowing how you enjoy salt for you to say it was too salty yep. oh boy that
1: must have been oh, real salty buddy it was bad <laughs> i'm like i Sorry. love salt so much more than uh olivia does so like i took a bite and i immediately was like this is gonna be inedible <laughs> to, to, to <laughs> olivia and i just look over and she is Removing the salt from, or removing the skin from her chicken because she already had a bite. It was like, no,
2: this is. I'm picturing your tongue like touching the the skin of the chicken, and then just like kind of wilting away into. It, it was bad. <laughs> like a cartoon
1: pucker. Face. Yeah, it was not. It was not my best work. Your, your meat underneath was good. Sucked into your throat. Yeah. But
0: yeah. Honestly, I bet over salting the skin probably made the meat really good. It was like, pretty. It was probably, yeah, like
1: It was pretty delicious. It was. It was very basic. It was just salt pepper and um cayenne pepper so i needed a little bit more but bef- but for that basic mix it was delicious oof jimmy
2: living up to the stereotype white be- white people don't season their food you know what i mean what
1: are you talking about oh, he seasoned it too much it i put way too much we on saw, there just I'm, pepper, crushing, on. I'm destroying get some, stereotypes get, get, get some, i'm out uh, here uh, most likely spice to oversalt. that's what i got <laughs>
0: Allspice, spice you know
2: get some chinese five spice in there get some great i just i do the opposite and in order to defeat the stereotype put like inedible spices together spices.
1: <laughs> star anise that isn't even ground up it's do, just it's just the entire thing on i there. for
2: when i'm when i'm seasoning my my chicken i usually i go star anise i go all spice probably garlic powder onion powder Uh, Saffron, paprika, nutmeg, coriander, parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme, uh, onions, tomato. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Eight more. (laughs) Couldn't keep going. Probably would be tasty. Um, What else do we have? Uh, We had a disappointing meal out the other night. That was kind of fun. Ooh. You hate that. I yep. haven't had one
1: of those in a long time. What what was that like?
2: It was. Uh, it's this place near us that is entirely too expensive and understaffed, and was overrun because we had a we had like a seventy degree day, and so everyone went out and was like eating outside, and uh, I got like a smash burger that was okay and tater tots that were okay, and then Amanda got like a shrimp salad that was just like. Like, mostly just lettuce.
1: Um, can I ask? Yeah. You said you went to an expensive restaurant. <laughs> Sorry. And you, got, and you got a smash burger and tater tots? It's or like a, did you mean that it's expensive for what it is? Yes, that is okay. what I meant. Okay. Just it costs more than it should for what I, you get. I was I was a little confused. Understood. All right. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But this then, one restaurant
0: I went to it was so bad they wouldn't let me in the dining room because I wasn't wearing a jacket. And <laughs> get this, the pig in a blanket—it's terrible. <laughs> I, I had to spit it up all over my bib. It was stupid.
1: <laughs> what? This Michelin star restaurant doesn't have an ice cream sandwich for dessert. It's like, why the even freaking, come here?
2: Freaking bozos, we all all of them. Uh, and then I, I think that is most of what a, whatever my shit is. Johnny, you go.
0: Well. As I uh, teased earlier, I've been roasting Japanese sweet potatoes and just eating them like apples.
1: <laughs> so so whole thirty's going well, John. Doing, uh, they're doing, actually you're doing okay
0: they're delicious they have like a custardy texture way better than a regular sweet potato I'm so implore oh, you. oh it's
1: better than eating a whole sweet potato raw that's not a high bar John
0: I'm gonna come over to your <laughs> homes and I'm gonna make you a Japanese sweet potato and I'm gonna have you eat it like an and apple I'm and you're gonna, gonna be like this is pretty good tell them that there's
1: a man <laughs> with, with tubers in uh, my home
2: Johnny I, I just I've just looked up uh, what's up doc in Japanese because <laughs> uh, I think that's where I'd like to take the bit is you yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of eating this as though a Bugs Bunny would eat a carrot and saying, Doshita no, ha- no Hakase. I think that would be fun.
1: Mm. Um, yes, very Johnny, good. are you seasoning them in any way?
0: No, I'm putting them in the oven straight up Peel- and then just eating them straight up. Peeling, eating the skin? Nope, I'm eating the skin. Please tell me you're your washing oil. them. I am washing it. Thank God. And putting a, uh some fork holes in them so they don't explode everywhere. Got it. But uh, surprisingly delicious and very nutritious. Uh, if you've watched the Blue Zone documentary on Netflix, one of the key to Japanese uh, people's longevity in this one part of Japan is uh, sweet potato.
1: Fascinating. Um, eating a hand, uh, what is essentially a hand fruit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you halfway. Call it a hand fruit. But Great. there's no structure to it. Like an apple has that center core, so it holds up. You can. How do you eat it? How do you get the first few (laughs) bites? I'm saying the first few bites, that thing's going to start collapsing on you.
0: There's a a little bit of collapse, but not too bad. So, normally, what I do is at the beginning of the week, I'll roast a bunch of them and then put them in the fridge and then I'll heat them cold. So, (laughs) the structural integrity. That's.
1: that's so much worse john <laughs> yeah th- oh, there's a reason oh I, god, didn't. I was i would, god i was trying i was trying to i get said there. you're out of your fucking mind <laughs> i said
0: i said i'm like james and joe will be able to handle part of this but i can't go all the way <laughs> i can't tell them exactly what i'm doing but it is my breakfast every day and it's pretty good is it is it gonna be something that you revisit when you're not on Whole 30 a hundred percent. I think I'm going to keep doing this forever. Wow. I think that a, a sweet potato for breakfast is really good.
2: It's going to be so fun when you and a bunch of Japanese people are the only people left on earth.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be great.
2: Yeah.
1: I feel like this is something that's going to get you bullied by teens on the train because you're going, I mean, start, not gonna... you're going to start bringing them places like in your pocket and be like, ooh, a fun treat. And you're just going to whip out a fucking potato. You're going to be on a video Yeah. Somewhere on the internet within the next... Caption, caption this. Yo, look at this dude just eating a
2: potato. This MF eating a purple
0: purple apple.
1: Yeah, yeah. Something like that.
0: This MF got cold, soft apples in his pockets. (laughs) The next time I see both of you, I'm going to give you a big (laughs) hug and pull a cold sweet potato out of my pocket and say, eat this now. Here's
2: what's going to happen, Johnny, is you're going to be on a train when a Showtime event breaks out and people will be (laughs) dancing. And then you will think that as the moment where everyone's distracted enough for you to eat this thing and everything will stop. The music will
1: cut and everyone will squarely look at you. The train's going to screech to a halt. (laughs) You're going to be in the conductor car and the conductor's going to (laughs) screech. Stay clear of the closing
0: no door problem. so we can let this son of a bitch out of the train. I <laughs> so
1: beat this man out of the car.
0: <laughs> I have no problems eating a sweet potato on the subway. It is not smelly. It's not a I feel like you're I would be 100% a, this, this is not
1: an intrusion thing. This is a visual thing. This is this <laughs> yeah. is, this is a I don't care.
0: I, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even be on the top 5 weirdest thing happening in that car probably. You know
2: what we should do, Johnny? You
0: know what we should do? What's serve that? it at your wedding. It's the new. Ooh, this is the
2: new dinner. Talking.
1: When we people did just when get people in- arrive for the ceremony instead of a glass of champagne there should just be a tray of <laughs> sweet potatoes.
0: Honestly it could be a good like late night bite. <laughs>
1: I swear to God, if I'm drunk at your wedding <laughs> yeah. and you bring out your late-night treat, the second sweet potato, I'm gonna flip a table. I'm gonna make a scene, dude.
0: I mean, it'll be good things for everyone else, and then there will be two sweet potatoes, <laughs> one for each of you.
1: And mine will have a bite taken out of it, like it's the cornbread from Joe's wedding.
0: That was my. That was the, my favorite thing I've ever done in my life.
1: <laughs> it was an all-time bit. <laughs> I can't the deny it. Being great
0: too is if you call attention to us,
2: like you call attention to us having to eat them, like like parents trying to discipline their kids. <laughs> It's like nobody.
1: Eat, they make it part of the ceremony.
2: <laughs> nobody it. eats until these little boys
0: finish their dessert, which is yams. <laughs> uh, I did get an email today that we're scheduling our tasting for our wedding, which will be very nice. We Ooh. taste everything on the menu and then decide from there what we want to have it's on. Fun.
2: It. Do it's we know time. what will be tasted yet, or you decide
0: on, that's on the day? I mean, we're tasting truly everything on their menu and then whittling it down. So it's all Spanish tapas.
2: Ooh, is there anything in particular that you're super jazzed about?
0: Uh, I mean, we've eaten there before. So the paella is very good. The patatas bravas are very good. The gambas were good.
2: I, I would assume <laughs> paella is served at the wedding. It's served kind of like family style across tables. The the whole everything thing. will be family style, yeah. But it is very funny to imagine trying to shove paella into like the past hors d'oeuvres at the beginning. So it's just little little vials of... Of saffron and shit, little metal trays.
1: I imagine it. It's one person carrying around that giant pan, just (laughs) just a giant, like, like having to lean back to like counterweight the counterbalance the weight of it.
2: Like a like a marching band drummer, they got it (laughs) like over their
1: (laughs) shoulders. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: We're actually serving paella out of a tuba. After the ceremony, Emily and I would be walking down and the tuba player plays a big note and paella goes everywhere. I was going to
1: say, instead of having to throw rice. (laughs) That's right. You're getting hit by shrimp and scallops and shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I also
0: made a chicken tikka masala soup this week, which was interesting and good. Okay. Say more. Uh, It was a soup... It's a Whole30 soup, and it has chicken tikka masala flavor profiles. It's like a can of tomatoes, can of coconut milk, a lot of chicken stock that I made off of some roasted bones from like a week ago. Hell yeah. Uh, and then a lot of shredded chicken. I cooked up two chicken breasts and then put them in the stand mixer. You, you whirl it around with the paddle, and it becomes perfectly shredded. That's a fun thing to pick up this Whole30. Um, it's pretty good. I put a little too much cayenne in it, and so it's like a little bit uh like James chicken skin throat yeah uh
2: i have one more fun food adventure backtracking just a touch last week we went to a little place called the longhorn steakhouse have you heard oh
0: yeah i've heard
2: uh have you had
0: i think i went once in college uh
2: I,
1: yeah i've 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 been got
2: myself a whole rack of ribs oh and wow went to town didn't finish them Finished them later in the week, but sure they were. Joe, I,
1: there would have been no judgment. You can a rack of ribs is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, nothing. That's nothing to me. It was
2: more that we had we had filled up. They had a really good um, like spinach chip that we started with, and then uh, I was just kind of like snacking
1: off some other stuff. Also very good. They bread, have. But... They don't. They're not the ones. No, that's. I'm thinking of Texas Roadhouse is the one that has like the cinnamon butter or the yes. whatever it is. That <laughs> shit is good. But does Longhorn does Longhorn do Bread and stuff before. It's yeah.
2: It's like a like a maybe it's like a honey wheat bread, just served yeah, with butter. Yeah. We we go in and we're waiting um, for our table, and I turn to a man and I go, "Hey, should I um should I look up the uh, Texas Roadhouse menu, see what we're gonna eat today?" And she was like, "Well, you could, but we are
0: at uh, Longhorn Steakhouse, so that's not <laughs> really gonna do anything." <laughs> Honestly. An easy mistake to make. That is the same thing in two different flavors.
2: 100%. It is the the Texas Longhorn Roadhouse Steakhouse, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm sure there are multiple YouTube videos of people comparing the two. Yeah. yeah. It's very much a Mojo Dojo Casa House of meat. Anyhow, um, had to backtrack because uh, Baby Back Ribs, fucking so good.
1: Ribs are great.
0: Yeah. Big fan. I anyway. Love it. Should we talk about Friends? It's a TV show from the 90s. The end.
1: Yeah. Definitely talked about it before. Uh, just need to chime in once again and say uh, Ross Geller. How much
0: it's like Seinfeld. <laughs> no.
1: Ross Geller is one of the most detestable characters in the American uh, TV canon. Yeah. I hate him so much. Yeah. Um, Olivia's rewatching it as her bedtime show. And boy, oh boy, does he make every part of my being crawl yeah he sucks what's
0: fun is that, that that wasn't meant to happen he was just supposed to be a guy
1: yeah but w- especially
2: in the moment and with time he's gotten worse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know i liked kramer i thought he was wacky <laughs> yeah i liked when it was the summer of george that's so, right uh i did like that this episode included brad pitt i i'm assuming it was when he and jennifer aniston were dating they were an item. It it's
0: actually it's right after they got divorced is it really no, oh. no no
2: <laughs> that would be sick <laughs> hey brad we have you scheduled so we wrote the episode you have to show up
0: this was them trying to bury the hatchet let's do a episode of television together. where, where i tell you about how episode.
2: i had a hate club about you in high That's school right. uh here's the thing because it's it's that he and jennifer aniston dated and then they broke up is that what it is in the show
0: it. I know it's a Thanksgiving episode. but I'm not he, sure of the exact plot points. I believe he
1: lost a bunch. He he went to high. The bit is. I believe that he went to high school with Rachel Green. Um, he lost a bunch of weight and was super hot now, and like was trying to do something with her. And then, yeah, she was mean to him in high school, and he hated her in high school. And Got it's so Now he hate looks club. like now he looks like Brad Pitt. Yes. Okay. This is thought- also this might be peak pit. This is like this late nineties here. Late nineties pit. Holy this god. This is two
2: thousand one. This is so this is two year one or two years post Fight Club when he is yeah. arguably Deep at the peak pit. of his power. Maybe yeah. the hottest any person has ever been. Yes.
1: Agreed. Um uh, He looks great. Wait, you
0: said it's it's two thousand one?
2: This episode is two thousand and one, yeah. Right. Wow. Uh yeah, it says the I hate Rachel Green Club. Uh, because she was horrible to them so she was an asshole but here's the thing is if jennifer aniston was mean to me i would join a a, a club celebrating that because it would have meant that she had seen and noticed me <laughs> but It would be very much simping in the to use yeah. the parlance of our times
1: ah um but yeah i also love <laughs> i enjoy uh brad pitt's uh, weird affinity for food on screen He's always yeah. In so many movies he's eating He's doing something especially like the the Oceans films he's always eating in them It's a great bit yeah. Oceans
0: 11 is going to come out months after this Friends episode <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome Yeah um,
0: This is this is the, the death knell for
2: uh, Frosted tips and like Blonde highlights and stuff we were, we were really big on that in the late 90s Early aughts Yeah yeah, he's
0: really had quite the career, hasn't he? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, a, what a find. Looking at his IMDb. What a Hollywood find. A diamond in the rough. Who who knew that this really hot guy was also kind of charismatic?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but in this episode of Friends, uh, he's apparently falling off the wagon and eating a lot of sweet potato casserole. Hey, you know what? I didn't even realize when I was talking about my sweet potato earlier that we were going to be talking oh, I about thought sweet that potatoes was the, I thought
1: that was the whole thing.
0: You know what? Didn't even occur to me. <laughs> Comedy's all about connecting A to C, Johnny. That's right. Uh, so sweet potato casserole uh, is good. Is it one of my favorite parts of Thanksgiving? I don't think so, but I enjoy it.
1: I continue to be baffled by sweet potato casserole. It, it was <laughs> never part of, my, uh, part of my Thanksgiving repertoire. And the sure. thought of there being something with marshmallows on it on my Thanksgiving table is so foreign to me I can't even wrap my mind around it. I'm like it, it's it can I'm sure it's good. Yeah. But I I'm like this has no place here. There's marshmallows yeah. on this thing. It's covered in brown sugar. Why it is, is it on the table now?
2: It is a little it's just a, it's it's dessert sneaking into dinner or it's like the the building blocks of this are are the savory dinner part but then we've added a whole bunch of dessert to it and now it's dessert
1: yeah but like it feels it
0: does straddle the line yeah Yeah. it
1: feels very much like somebody made it for dessert and someone was like this isn't sweet enough I don't (laughs) want this I want something sweeter and so they were like I guess we'll just put it out for dinner next time and they instead of being like maybe we should stop making this
2: yeah it's very it's very much a much a uh, positionless player sort of the Draymond Green of its time uh, (laughs) can guard all five (laughs)
1: sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And has it's famous flagrantly- famous yeah, attitude go. problems. <laughs> yeah. And it'll put other dishes in a headlock if given the chance. Uh it's I I enjoy a sweet potato casserole more now. I've had it prepared very well. Amanda makes a killer sweet potato casserole. Uh Mar- Marshmallows or no marshmallows? Mm, yes, marshmallows, but the focal point for me is what he does in the second version of this recipe, which is The brown sugar and uh, pecans—that is the much better chunk of goodness that you get. Like the marshmallow, I can take the
0: one she makes. So I thought it was interesting. So babish makes like a standard one with marshmallows on top, and then makes a different one that he does like a brown sugar pecan topping. Like a streusel. But then he also puts marshmallow on top, which I thought was bizarre. To me, it's either or is what I'm used to seeing. But he does both. And you're saying that the versions you have are also both.
2: Both. And it's not a layer of streusel like what he does here.
0: It's that it's kind of mixed in. Oh, okay. Got it. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. But he does like two top layers, which I thought was bizarre.
2: Yeah. Like a, like a shepherd's pie almost. Um. Mm. But yeah, I, I think it is very good. Especially leave a little bit of bite on the sweet potato. like Keep the chunks so that you have kind of a good forkful to get with the pecans and the brown sugar chunks, you know? Again, the marshmallow... The the fun thing about the marshmallow on a reheat is that it just kind of becomes like a liquid sugar that melts into everything. It ceases to be marshmallow and becomes something else entirely, but still good.
0: Hmm. Well, you lost me, but that's okay. I don't need to understand everything.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, the first version he makes is a pretty standard... He boils them. The second version, which made James... Insanely angry, which was beautiful. Is he does them sous vide so as to not get them waterlogged, which I thought was fun. Yeah, what a nice technique. James, your thoughts, your rebuttal.
1: <laughs> um, he was an idiot. He made his stupid little bag too big for his dumb little tub. What an idiot! Well, I reasoned.
0: Win. Well, <laughs> James gets this round, but we'll do that. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that concludes this edition of the Gabby yeah. with Babish Debate Club. <laughs> uh, in the second version, he puts them in a food processor as well to make them super, super smooth, uh, which I find interesting. I don't know. I, yeah. was,
1: I was pretty worried about that because uh, it feels like a fine line between like smooth and just overdoing it, and then you just get like a liquid almost
0: like a baby food texture yeah
1: yeah uh, but he seemed to straddle it pretty well and he emphasized only 60 seconds
2: that's where i i i was put off by it at first but i get especially with the crunch of the pecans after the fact that it still has a little bit of texture to it yeah i do still prefer a bit of a chunkier sweet potato Probably casserole which is weird because i prefer very smooth mashed potatoes Oh James you what also else? had a comment about the brown <laughs> butter.
1: He didn't brown that butter at all. What the fuck was
2: that? <laughs> Thank you for the comment about the brown butter. Yeah, brown your butter more.
1: <laughs> it's a fine line but like man, have some confidence. He like he was like here's some brown butter and it looked like the most regular ass melted butter I've ever seen. Get some color yeah. in there, dude. He needed to take it take it up a notch. Yeah. That's where all the flavors. Uh, and then he
0: made he made his own homemade marshmallow and piped it on, which looked nice, uh, but again, seemed like a ton of work for something that was uh, you could just, already you could had just a sweet dump, topping. Yeah, just
1: dump a bag on. Yeah, it if, if you wanted.
0: We we've we've lamented
2: a lot of things on here that we'll probably never do. You will never catch your boy making marshmallow. Couldn't
0: mm-hmm. be me. <laughs> no, <laughs> never. probably not. I thought this was a fun version of let's make the most extravagant version of a very simple thing. Like he really took it to its logical conclusion, which I did enjoy and I thought was nice. It yeah. was also a thing of like if you are not cooking for, you know, a family of eight for Thanksgiving and you can really go to town on like what is the most like, you know, insane version of a sweet potato casserole. This was like a fun exploration. Of yeah.
1: That. Or yeah. If, like, yeah, if, if you if it's like a potluck and you have like one dish that you're just trying to like. Knock yeah, out, and you're just yeah, trying to nail. knock out of yeah. the park.
0: There you want to make everyone
1: else look here like here fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you want cooking to be the way that people uh, validate your existence, mm-hmm. this is a good way to do it. Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Uh, I still, th- I thought it was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. I was, I was yeah. interested the whole time. And
2: uh, and it I was brought it. to you by the Singleton Scotch. They're not paying <laughs> That's us. Right.
0: <laughs> That's right. What if he had put instead of the singleton in his marshmallow, Magic Mind?
2: (laughs) It's a little green thing uh, that's got lemon in it. and (laughs) I'm trying to remember what the pitch was. The point is, if you've been here since the time that we were sort of sponsored by Magic Mind, then you remember that we were sort of sponsored by Magic Mind for like three (laughs) episodes. And that's what's important. Is that and if we you're did the employee, have a sponsor.
0: <laughs> if you're the employee at Magic Mind that made the mistake of thinking that our podcast was going to help you, I don't know.
2: Yeah, uh, I hope you're enjoying your new job. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, not in marketing.
2: <clears throat> Should we correspond with a coward? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. So what our podcast has basically become is just sort of uh, <laughs> <laughs> a medi- an intermediary between uh two people local to where i now live uh who are gonna fight so <laughs> uh With-
0: if this is your first ever episode listening uh i won wow yeah crazy. good job uh and two last week one of our uh, listeners wrote in and p- uh, picked a fight with another one. So let's hear the rebuttal. Let's 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 be fair. We have picked a fight for them. Yeah,
1: John. John. Like, uh, no. Well, for legal purposes, I'm going to go with John. But for <laughs> but for regular purposes, we have really put these two crabs in a bucket, and uh, <laughs> kinda, we're kind of seeing what's happening here. Did right. we
0: put words in both of their mouths? Possibly, Maybe.
2: but who's to say? There's definitely no record of it. De- definitely nothing publicly available. no, nope. uh so this is a response to Ian uh, from our pal Tucker, uh and he's being pretty subtle about it. The subject line is "The fight." <laughs> <laughs> uh Tucker says, "Yeah, big boy, I and you must be scared. I'm a six foot four one hundred and seventy pound mass of pure muscle, yes, including abs." <laughs> It's for the best you are too cowardly to fight. Doubt you could make welterweight anyway. Damn. Here's the thing.
1: 64170? Ever...
2: Yeah, that is that is Chet Holmgren. I don't
0: think he's being truthful
1: there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we I know he, he has abs. That sounds like ab weight. <laughs> uh
0: 64170 is insane if that's, that's true. yeah. That is that's that is uh,
2: uh a small small high school power
0: forward is what it is. That is someone walks by and sneezes and you might fall over.
2: <laughs> That's. Have you ever seen that video of that guy, Robert Bobrotsky, the, the seven foot like three guy who's just yeah, like... Yeah, I've seen that. He's like Chet Holmgren, but skinnier somehow. Mm-hmm. He's the six four version of that, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Tucker continues. Anyways, hey guys, since I always try to minimize and maximize my enjoyment of my birthday... Uh, I've settled into a pattern of always eating the same meals since I know my favorites. Do you also try to make your birthday as perfect as possible and have you settled on particular dishes you have throughout it? Cheers, Tucker. I have an iPhone. P.S. <laughs> we could do it at Keenan Stadium and joke and referee online bets, of course. <laughs> Ooh, It's becoming legal in North Carolina this it year. I love it. Thank you, Tucker. Um, so the question, just to restate... Uh, do you try to make your birthday meals or your birthday as perfect as possible, and have particular dishes on the day?
1: Uh, I certainly do. Um, I know for breakfast, that's the one that I can usually. I usually try to have the most control over, and I usually <laughs> try to repeat. Truly, what I will do is just make as much bacon as I possibly can, and <laughs> and a tub and a tube of um, Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Oh, okay. Yes. And ideally, I have a pound of bacon and a tube of cinnamon rolls to myself, and I do not have to share with anyone. That doesn't <laughs> right. always work out. A lot of times and I in, do have to share with somebody perfect... so I don't get the whole thing, uh, but that is that is like my go-to birthday meal.
0: <laughs> and in a perfect world, I'm there to open up the oven four to six times while it's
1: cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. correct. In a perfect world, that, that meal, which should take about 40 minutes, Takes three and a half hours because John's making it.
0: You're welcome.
2: And uh, <laughs> it, and also in that self same perfect world, uh, I am on a much smaller oven to your right, uh, making a much smaller <laughs> amount of bacon and uh, a smaller batches of cinnamon rolls just for me. Sort of like a like the w- the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Danny DeVito movie Junior. <laughs> nope, just kidding. It was twins. Twins. twins.
1: <laughs> um. Aside from that, I do I do like to make a big. Expensive steak, either on or around my birthday. Um, But that there's more flexibility there. So, like, yeah, I I I typically go with bacon and cinnamon rolls, and then and then steak are like in my mind are like birthday meals, and I try to try to angle for them on or around my birthday. What about you, nice Johnny?
0: I. Don't I think I do the opposite. I don't usually have the same thing. I like to go to a new restaurant or some restaurant and try new stuff. So I don't normally do Yeah, birthday that, re- there's no there's no like birthday repeat food for me. For
1: you the experience of a restaurant is the thing.
0: Yeah. Yes, I do love when a pretentious man with a copper saucepan comes up next to me. I do find that very very <laughs> fun. Uh, I'd say I'm, I'm kind of similarly all over the map.
2: There are probably, there are definitely through lines I could go like back to my childhood with, where it's like over here on my birthday, we go to like champs or TGI Fridays or something. But, uh, yeah, in in my adult life, I think it's kind of all over the place, which is fun. I like it. Uh,
1: inconsistency is my consistency. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that question though. That is interesting because yeah, it's a good I, question. Yeah, I really do love those things. Those foods around my birthday.
2: Cowards, if you too, cook as much bacon as possible once a year in hopes that no one else will eat it with you, uh, let us I'll know. I'll say
1: it's not also it's not once a year because I also did that on New Year's Day. I had that for her. <laughs> and like some some holidays you do we do bacon and cinnamon rolls. And I just try to eat as much as I can, but I'd be nice <laughs> and ask other people if they want some. And if they say yes, I am upset, but I hide it. Um, this
0: isn't this isn't the question, but if you told me that you had to eat the same food on your birthday the rest of your life, I think it would be pizza for me, and I think that's an easy one well, for me. Well, that's a
2: good way to frame it, too. Uh, like if would, like, hey, you have be... to have
0: one birthday meal,
1: mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going with pizza. Yeah, mine
2: would be uh, probably James's cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you would hold out for my birthday. That's when you would have it. Yeah. Your birthday gift would be to have it on my birthday.
2: Uh, it's better when it's not mine, you know?
1: <laughs> Guys! Uh! If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us more, on Twitter, uh, we're going with Babish on Instagram. If you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, your birthday meals, thank you for that, Tucker. Um. Please send that to Babishat.com. Uh, and Bye. legally, please
2: don't fight each other.